And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Bias, Step Aside. Featuring Claudine Yenishin, graphic design professor at Chapman University, executive board of directors for the Design Network for Emergency Management, executive board for the International Institute for Information Design, written by Sonia Montiel. Claudine Yenishin is an information designer. For decades, she has worked with emergency management personnel worldwide creating evacuation maps and instructions to get people to safety effectively. She focuses on natural disasters like tsunamis, wildfires, and earthquakes. More recently, Claudine began designing family unification maps and instructions for schools so parents and caregivers learn how to find their child should a disaster occur during school hours. The concept of inclusivity was a core value that Claudine wanted to embrace and she believed that she did for a long time. Being a part of the LGBTQ community, biracial, raised by immigrant parents where English was a second language, Claudine believed she knew what it would take to consider inclusivity in design. Whether it was through the lens of culture, language, age, geography, and or disabilities, she wanted every human to be able to access her maps and save themselves and their loved ones from harm. She had to be. Then the day came when she realized that her maps and instructions were everything but inclusive. It was April 2019 when she was asked to speak at a federal emergency management agency, FEMA, called Pep Talk, an event on visual and effective communication for emergency information. When she read the comments afterwards on YouTube, she faced the criticism that was directed at FEMA. However, she also knew it was criticism she would need to carry as well. Again, you didn't have a sign interpreter? You talk about inclusion, but leave so many people out. Well, I guess I'm not included in this communication because I have a disability that cannot access what you are trying to say. Claudine recalls, my heart was broken. I was free falling and felt smacked in the face. Here I was thinking that I got to be some kind of hero helping people. Understanding that I didn't ensure that a sign language interpreter wasn't in the room made me face my hard truth about myself, my bias and ableism, and my work that excluded so many people. Claudine started over looking at design and asking the questions, what is accessibility? What is 508 compliance? What defines disabilities? What is disability etiquette? Claudine looked at her maps. They were suddenly stupid. They were catering to people with privilege, including resources, level of literacy, and ableism. She realized that there were people in the room who she didn't see. It's one thing to be intentionally inclusive, yet another to act upon the responsibility of being inclusive. Claudine shares, inclusivity only includes those we see, those only in our circle, those who we interact with. 
To ask who is not in the room takes great active effort to step outside of everything you know. After the talk, Claudine returned to Chapman University completely uncomfortable. She knew that her awareness came with responsibility. For one, she had to teach her students what questions to ask themselves as designers. She developed a new experimental course, Disability Accessibility and Design, where she would learn alongside students. The class was a co-design structure for students in graphic design and disability studies. After completing the course, her students wrote a letter to the dean, chair, and three full-time faculty requesting that the course be a graduation requirement for every student attending Chapman University. A particular phrase that was included in that letter was, we demand it. Claudine continued to seek out others having different conversations about design. She discovered artist, design researcher, and engineer problem-solving for disabilities, Sarah Hendren, who proclaimed that life and your work inform each other. You see, Sarah's life experiences raising a child with Down syndrome informed her creativity and productivity when it comes to problem-solving as an engineer. However, our society teaches us not to integrate our personal matters in our professional careers. Claudine recalls, I remember when I was new to teaching and my colleague told me to never mention my family for reasons of work and teaching. Although there has been slight recognition that one informs the other, we haven't fully taken ownership that love is the foundation of both our personal and professional lives as one. Claudine says that incredible opportunities are missed if one doesn't merge their personal life experiences with their work. As Claudine settled into what it means to fully merge love and life experiences with her work, she remembers the messages she received when she was a child. She was so confident in what she wanted to do when she grew up. She kept hearing the same responses from adults. Oh, you wanna be an astronaut? First woman Air Force jet fighter pilot? Forest ranger? <laughs> that won't work for you. As a child, she was intuitively informed by what she loved and it wasn't art. I never had art as part of my vision as a child. I was good at it, but art was not my thing I wanted to do in life, she says. It was the adults around her, family and teachers, who said that her talent in art would be a better fit for her than professions around emergency response. Marine felt pressured to go to art school because she no longer saw access to what she loved. No one ever said to young Claudine that she could do both art and emergency management. She needed to discover this on her own, which took compromises, longer periods of time, and unnecessary self-doubt. After completing her degree at CalArts in graphic design, Claudine began to learn how design could serve others. When she became a professor at Chapman, she looked for ways to channel her artistic expression and found that outlet through Tap Journal, a publication that re-envisions literary cultural production using design thinking. Tab Journal received a grant to explore different ways for readers to engage with literature for a more inclusive experience. For example, they are currently researching how readers can engage with a physical journal who have no use of their arms, rediscovering and exploring the experience of what it means to turn a page. 
As a reformed information designer through tough educational lessons, Claudine has elevated her thinking and what it means to include. First, she had to acknowledge that she was more stereotypical and biased than she ever could have imagined. She said, confronting that truth has continued to be an uncomfortable path, but I cannot hide from it. I won't. I have to confront it every day. I am looking for people who are not part of my circle and holding myself accountable to learning and understanding. Claudine cannot compromise when it comes to learning about voices she has never heard from before. She feels responsible for ensuring those voices are taken into account in her emergency management design. Lives are literally at stake otherwise. In Claudine's current design work, she has shifted from inclusive design, which means design for one, to universal design, which means design for all. Influenced by the work of Liz Jackson, founder of The Disabled List. The new experimental course that Claudine created for undergraduates, Disability, Accessibility, and Design, is now approved as a permanent course in design and also a part of the Disability Study minor and Health Humanities minor. Claudine will continue having tough conversations with colleagues and students nationwide with hopes that courses like hers become a national undergraduate program requirement. Claudine reminds us why she does the work she does. I love people. I love humanity. Despite being disappointed at times, I have so much hope and faith about humanity. I will remain optimistic because I have witnessed that in times of disasters, people come together in all walks of life. In these moments, people are equal. My love comes from my family, my kids. My 10-year-old has already read Demystifying Disability, What to Know, What to Say, and How to Be an Ally by Emily Ladau. I want my kids to feel that same hope that I have about humanity. That is the only way to create equitable access. With every presentation that Claudine Yenishin gives, the statement below will be one of the first slides read. It is a statement that acknowledges both her limitations and truth about what it means to continue confronting bias and pushing bias to step aside. I recognize the work and research I am about to present offers limited access for all people and that evacuation privilege is assumed. My aim as information designer is to continue to educate myself and champion inclusive solutions that become a priority and mainstreamed for neurodiversity, disabled people, and underserved communities. Thank you. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, Find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now. <laughs>